We are here to talk about fear, spine-chilling or downright campy, from the perspective of the monsters under your bed. Throughout the season of The Witch, we'll bite into our favorite slashers, ghosts and ghouls, and compare them to their remakes. Prepare for chills. You are now entering the horrifying soundscape that is Halcon Scarathon. Welcome back to the show, everyone, and thank you for joining us on our second episode of our Halloween special. Last week, we talked about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and its critically panned remake, but this week, we look at something much, much different. Looking at 1981's The Evil Dead, it is clear that Sam Raimi did an incredible job creating something unique and original. The style is spectacular, the blood and gore is disgusting, yet awesome, and the, and the scares in this film are off the charts. The film is so good that the idea of a remake sounds unnecessary and dumb. However, Fady Alvarez's 2013 remake of the Sam Raimi classic horror film surprised audiences as it was actually pretty good, or at least I think so. The film respected the source material, yet went its own way. It didn't try to copy the original, though it did have a few nods, and it was overall just a really fun time. So let's sit back and talk about two horror movies that are both, at the very least, Worth seeing this Halloween. Hell yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Both of these are a must for, for the spooky season. Oh, 100%. I'm glad we're talking about a good remake in the in this Scarathon stuff because most horror movie remakes are pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. But it is nice that we get to talk about, you know, this. We get to talk about the thing. Um Suspiria, I don't know how that one is, but uh, I haven't seen it yet. But when we yeah, get to I'm that not next sure. Week, um, yeah, have you seen it? The remake? No, I haven't seen the Suspiria remake. That'll that'll be oh, next sure. week, and yeah, I don't know. I hope it's good because the original is one of my favorites. That's kind of why I've avoided the remake, to be honest. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I haven't seen the original, and I haven't seen the remake, so it's going to be very interesting uh, to see both of those back to back. Yeah, I hope it's as good as watching. Evil Dead 1981 and Evil Dead 2013 because that that in and of itself is a great double feature. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I love uh, I love both of the 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 original and the remake of Evil Dead. Um, they're very interesting, and I gotta say I love both directors. I love Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. I mean, he directed Spider Man, which was, you know raised me basically. Yeah, same. And then I love Fady Alvarez. Um, this is his second best movie, in my opinion. His best movie was Don't Breathe, which is just so good. Yeah, I've heard a lot um, of praise for that one. Oh, my God. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. But Dude, you I'll have to check, check it out. out. This, oh, th- this, this season, I will, because, yeah, it, his style is so strong. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. Absolutely. He also did uh, The Girl in the Spider's Web or whatever, that, like, Elizabeth Salander one with uh, Claire Foy. Right. Um, it was okay. It was all okay. right. It wasn't great, but, you know, he, he's, he's a good director, for sure. Um, and he's got a bright future. And this, this this is his directorial debut, and, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Which is kind of um, interesting, because Evil Dead was also Sam Raimi's feature directorial debut. So, it's, yeah, it's, so we're seeing two debuts. Yeah, so I, I thought Sam Raimi had a movie before... Uh, Evil Dead called like It's Alive or something like that. Was that like a short film or was that a? Did he? He? It might have been a short. I know. I know. Evil That's Dead. I think, yeah. Initially was a short as well, and they kind of used the short to get investors interested in the feature. 
Yeah. So did It's Alive come out before Evil Dead? Well, actually, I got the wrong movie. It's uh, It's Alive is Larry Cohen. That's a different. Oh. I know. I know he did something. It might be called like It's Murder or something like that. Let me see. <laughs> I know. I know Sam he had Raimi it's title. It's Murder. That's what it's called. It is a um, feature length movie shot on Super Eight film directed by Sam Raimi while he was still in college. Um, first directorial work. It co-stars his frequent collaborator Bruce Campbell. Um, okay. So it was shot on Super 8, so a much smaller scale. Yeah, it was like a budget of $2,000. It was wow. 70 minutes long. Okay, this doesn't... Uh, it, it counts, but it doesn't count. Like, let's just say that. Yeah, I think uh, I think <laughs> The Evil Dead is his first real feature. Oh, absolutely. And it shows. <laughs> it's messy. Oh, yeah. But in but, a fun way. Oh, honestly, I love the messiness of this movie. Um, I feel like it's told in a really good way. And um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually really, really enjoy this uh, this movie a lot. I think it's a fantastic 80s horror movie. It's definitely one of the best uh, cabin in the woods horror movies. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, people talk about like Friday the 13th, if that counts as like a cabin in the woods type. I would count it as a cabin in the woods yeah. horror movie. There, it feels like a cabin in the woods horror movies. They they seem like a like a like a staple of the horror genre, where it's just you know like you you hear somebody making fun of a horror movie, they're usually going to say like, oh, it's a bunch of stupid teenagers at a cabin in the woods, and there's no cell reception. Like that's one of the first things they say. Yeah. So this is an interesting one because I mean, this is kind of one of the original like cabin in the woods horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. This one really started it off and. It also doesn't just feel like a regular Cabin in the Woods. Horror. I got to stop saying Cabin in the Woods horror movie. I'm, just, I'm driving <laughs> myself fucking nuts here. It doesn't feel like an average one of those kinds of movies because I feel like usually it would be like a there's a there's a serial killer on the loose. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a supernatural entity, like a paranormal exorcist type shit going on. And it's yeah. extremely interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I think I think. The reason Cabin in the Woods is such a, you know, a, a horror trope that's been so baked into the genre is because of how achievable it is on a low budget. And horror is the way that a lot of new directors can break in because fear is a strong emotion that you can get out of people on on a very little budget. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that, that's something that comes across in this. Yeah, that's probably why horror movies and comedies are like the are the ways in for new directors i find anyway yeah like because i mean like look there's kevin smith with clerks i mean low budget but it's a comedy mm-hmm. so like boom like that movie was shot in black and white not there was no artistic choice there it was just oh it's cheaper to shoot black and white so yeah you know but cabin in the woods uh, i mean the evil dead is like showing that with a uh with the cabin in the woods type movie where it's just simple easy um also i gotta say though yeah i'm surprised this is such a low budget because i mean like it does it does show it's a very low budget thing but i mean fuck there is a lot of blood in this like after a while i was like holy shit like that i mean that must have cost something (laughs) you know there's a lot of blood in this you know i I don't think they bought a bunch of ketchup i mean that must be hard to get your hands on the make but then again i mean who knows what they were making it it looks fantastic it was yeah it was some high quality because the thing with horror movies from this era is the blood is often like kind of orangey and and very fake looking but 
I, I'm shocked every time I watch this with like, they've got a modern day looking fake blood. Yeah. And you can tell, I don't know if they just, it was just like super independent. So they didn't do it like the industry standard. They did it their own way and they just made the most realistic looking thing. But I, I mm-hmm. really love that. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk about the trilogy just for a second here. Yeah. Because um, we are focusing on the first one. But this is probably one of the best horror movie trilogies that there is, you know? Maybe the best. Um, yeah. You know, Scream is one of my absolute favorite movies. But I would I would rather watch all three Evil Dead movie. Uh, okay. Well, that's... A pr- the Evil Dead trilogy is better than the Scream movies, I would say. That yeah. if we're talking, if we're talking the trilogy wise, I think the first Scream is a better movie than Evil Evil Dead personally. Yeah, but if we're talking as a whole in terms of trilogy, I feel like Scream kind of peters out after the second one at the yeah. very at the latest. This one maybe peters out towards the end of Army of Darkness, which is the last movie. So I mean, it hey, can man, peter you get, out. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah really um but this one has one of the best horror movie sequels ever with evil dead 2 so that's yeah and it's fascinating too because evil dead 2 is partially like a remake soft reboot of evil dead right like in the first 20 minutes of evil dead 2 they basically remake the first evil dead with an actual budget and then they take it a step further for the rest of the movie yeah which is pretty brilliant Oh, yeah. And then they mix comedy in there, too, where it becomes kind of a horror comedy type thing, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean, for the time, I feel like that was kind of innovative. Like, maybe it wasn't the first, but it does feel like an early kind of thing of like, hey, let's make a bold comedy in a horror movie's body. And let's make it scary and funny, which is, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Yeah, I I think that definitely comes from some of the, I, I feel like. There's moments in the first Evil Dead because it's so cheap that are kind of funny, not mm-hmm. on purpose. Oh, but yeah. in- instead of trying to undo that with the sequel, they just lean into it. And this time they have oh, a yeah. budget and this time they can make some of those awesome slapstick jokes that they're known oh, for. Yeah. 100%. I always laugh in Evil Dead 2 when he's running through the house and it's like the longest fucking like... <laughs> and it's just breaking through everything. Everything. And he's just running through door, And you're like, I didn't know the house was this big. I didn't think the cabin was this huge. But it's like he's running through doors you didn't know existed and it just keeps breaking through everything. Um, This felt like, to be honest, when I first started watching it um, and you see the, the force in the evil like in the in the woods that's coming after the yeah. the the teenagers i got like a monty python kind of vibe a little bit because it comes to the door and the door shuts and you hear you hear the force go <laughs> uh, and i was like that's such a monty python type thing where like the thing it makes a audible sound when it's when it doesn't work out for the force yeah. to to get these kids you know it it, it makes like a sound of like disappointment <laughs> and i just i get like a i get like a monty python vibe from that, which no I, I, I totally feel that i there's definitely mm-hmm. a lot of slapstick elements and just that whole idea of the the camera basically being a character in a way yeah that oh yeah you as a viewer are also seeing through the eyes of an evil force. Oh, yeah. So you get this, like, voyeuristic style to it, but you also get an incredible amount of movement and and dynamic style for a movie of this era. Like, can you think of another movie around this time, even with a bigger budget, that is so 
so free with the way its camera moves, like over water, yeah. across a bridge, like up into the yeah. door, through the house. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other movie, just in general, that has a style like that. And I'm having a difficult time. I will say, this is probably the most stylish horror movie ever made. Evil yeah. Dead 2, at the very least. Yeah. Like, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 are probably the two most stylish. Um, In terms of directing, just, yeah. Yeah, and it's a shame that Sam Raimi doesn't do as much horror anymore, because what did he do horror-wise? He did the he did the ho- Evil Dead movies, mm-hmm. and then he did Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Did he do anything else? I also, I must say, I absolutely love the, uh, I love Drag Me to Hell. I think it's, I think it's so fun. Hell yeah. Well, Darkman is like kind of a superhero thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's interesting to watch that in between Evil Dead and Spider-Man because it feels like it's bridging that gap almost. Yeah, it's right in between. It feels like a. Yeah, it feels like a superhero horror movie almost. I guess you can cite the scene in uh, Spider-Man 2 in the hospital. That's a fucking horror movie scene right there. Yes, and it's got that same dynamic camera where you're seeing the POV of the tentacles. So it's like swooping through the set and like going into people's faces. It's like the exact same camera move Mm -hmm. just thrown into a superhero movie. Yeah, it is disappointing that Spider-Man 3 was such a disappointment because, I mean, he is a phenomenal horror movie director and imagine that that style with venom in spider-man 3 that would have been so cool yeah they do a little bit of that that point of view camera thing but not enough yeah in in spider-man 3 i definitely definitely wish they leaned into it more yeah that would be cool though like in that if they had the evil dead force just zooming through the fucking forest uh, yeah getting when it gets onto the back of his motorbike (laughs) that'd be (laughs) awesome evil dead Evil Dead meets Spider-Man. Like, that would be so, so cool. Well, and it is Um, a similar idea, too, of, like, possession and all that, so. Yeah. Very, very similar, so. But, yeah, yeah. he hasn't done enough horror movie for someone who's known for that. Yeah, no, not really. Um, It's interesting that he's done more. I mean, it's cool that he has more range, I guess, but it is disappointing because he is is great as as a horror movie director. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? I, I didn't say this in the last episode where we talked about uh, Wes Craven, but I was looking at his filmography and it's like all horror movies. And then he did a musical drama with Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> I just always find that funny when you see like the horror movie directors that do like all of these like horror movies that are like just iconic, like Last House on the Left, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, cursed whatever the hell and then he does like a meryl streep like musical and you're just like <laughs> the fuck is that like is that a passion project with the studio like hey wes like look we we want a horror movie from you we do but we need you to direct something else and he was like fine <laughs> but only if meryl streep's in it and then they're like deal and that was it or like what happened so i don't know it's interesting to see what how I feel like horror movie directors, they either do all horror movies or they do like only a couple and then they move on to other things. Yeah, no, I I think it yeah. goes to the genre being so strong for early yeah. filmmakers, right? 100%. Yeah. So like, yeah, either, either you stick with it or you move on. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, I mean, Raimi produces a lot of horror movies now. He's got he his name attached to a lot. He's funding a lot of them and helping them <laughs> get made. Absolutely. 
I want to see him do a musical though now. <laughs> oh, Wes Craven. <laughs> oh well. Sam Raimi like Wes Craven. Sam yeah. Raimi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to check out that that musical that he did. That is just funny to me that he made a. <laughs> what if it's like the most heartwarming thing (laughs) it looks pretty heartwarming honestly like the poster what's it called again oh my music of the heart that's what it's called (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is so So, yeah a biographical musical drama directed by wes craven written by pamela gray uh based on the documentary small wonders when you said biographical, I thought it was like based on Wes Craven's life. So it's like him singing about writing like Last House on the Left or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about like uh, this. This musical is about a. a, a <laughs> it's about a music teacher in East Harlem who teaches underprivileged children how to play the violin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like School of Rock plus like Dead Poets or something. <laughs> exactly like that oh my god it is interesting though it does say it was directors um all on wikipedia it was director wes craven's first non-horror movie and also his only film to receive to receive oscar nominations huh so yeah this okay i thought this was a joke and now i'm like genuinely interested (laughs) yeah streep got nominated for best actress at the at the academy awards whoa it was nominated for um for best original song at the Oscars as well. Yeah, holy shit. Wow, okay, I'm actually I, okay, like I'm yeah, kind of pumped should, to watch this now. <laughs> I'm kind of pumped to watch it. It says it got mixed reviews, but like it's still fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like 64. Wow, okay. Jesus. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. Let's figure this movie out. We got to we got to talk about this one. This is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> music of the heart jesus christ um alrighty. this original this this movie uh evil dead it's fantastic it's it's so good i i forget how good this movie is mm-hmm. um so every time i rewatch it i i love it um yeah i definitely yeah. watch evil dead 2 more often um 100%. for the same reason i i kind of forget that um evil dead is as good as it is oh yeah but every time i watch it i end up being really inspired by this first time filmmakers like how how strong of a vision he has right off the bat and you know it's not perfect it's not polished there's there's a lot of shots i noticed this time around that are genuinely just out of focus you know you can tell he's he's figuring out his equipment still but yeah that's kind of the best way to learn right is to just play with it and see what works see what doesn't yeah and i mean hey like this might be a messy first movie, but it is a great movie too. Like on its own terms, this is still a really great movie. So it is. Hey man, like no, no shame there. Um, no, not at all. It works because the style really makes up for any, you know, technical issues. Yeah. hundred percent. I have to say too, this has one of the best movie posters maybe ever. Oh yeah. I love the movie poster of this, of the, of the girl coming out of the ground. And yeah. The- digging herself out. Yeah, that's an amazing movie poster. I'm looking at it right now. I don't have I I realize I have so many horror movie posters and it's because the horror movie posters are the coolest fucking posters, you know? True. Insane. Like Psycho, The Exorcist, uh Halloween, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yep. Evil Dead, The Conjuring. These are all great movie posters. 
Um, but the Evil Dead has one of the coolest ones. You it know? does. I need an Evil Dead poster. That's sorely missing from my wall because I've got... You don't have one? Oh, no. Man. I've got Nightmare 2. I've got Friday the 13th. Okay. Suspiria. Right. The Exorcist. Nice. Okay, nice. And The Shining. Oh, The Shining's a good one. Oh, shit. Is it the yellow one? Yeah, the yellow one. Oh, God. I need more posters in my room, but I also have no room. Oh, man, I, I rotate them because I also ran out of room a long time ago. I just have, like, a bin of rolled up posters when I'm like, ah, oh, I'm in the mood for this one now. <laughs> <laughs> like, every month, you're like, hmm. Yeah. You know what October needs? We need a bunch of horror movie posters. And then, like, February rolls around. You're like, okay, let's pull out the Love Actually poster. Let's get some, <laughs> let's get some romantic comedy feelings going on. Here, I really you know? do. I really do. <laughs> I love that. It's October, oh so God. I'm gonna. It's almost October, I should say. So I'm gonna make um, the Beetlejuice one a little more visible. The Nightmare one. Oh, yeah. oh wow! So yeah, we'll have to make like a YouTube video of like our our room tours of just our our movie posters. That'd be fun in the future. Yeah, that would actually be fun. Yeah, um, yeah that would be fun. Oh, but yeah, that Evil Dead poster is so classic, so iconic. Oh my god, so iconic! Yeah, it's fantastic. And I just love looking at it. And I mean, like, who wouldn't want to see a movie that looks like that? That is the coolest movie poster ever. I wish I owned the VHS because I know it would look fucking badass. Yeah, and, that's like, All true. these horror movie VHSs are the coolest looking things ever. That's a display piece right there. 100%. Oh, man. But yeah, this movie holds up surprisingly well. I think it might be a little bit too long. Um. Yeah, I, I'd agree. If if this was like 75, 80 minutes, it would have been would have been a little bit tighter, I think. Yeah, but I also but yeah. wonder how much of that is just because we've all already seen this Cabin in the Woods thing. So until shit starts hitting the fan, I'm kind of like, okay, I know where this is going. I know what's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if at the time, because this this movie became like an instant cult classic, right? So oh yeah, I think at the time it probably played better, but nowadays at two hours it does feel sort of like okay there's probably at least a half hour that could that could go two hours it's not that long is it yeah hour 57 it 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 doesn't feel that long but i yeah i was surprised by the runtime too wait did we watch the same movie i thought mine was like an hour 25 was it you gotta be kidding me there's no way It, it it doesn't feel that long Except at the very beginning. Once it gets going, it's fast as hell. I'm I'm so confused. It says 85 minutes for me on uh, on Wikipedia. Really? Yeah. <laughs> does this what makes sense? <laughs> it does say 85 on on uh, on IMDb. Whoa. Okay. I don't know what I want. Oh, it's, it's, you know why? I, I, I see where you're seeing it now. Google always gets it wrong. Okay. They always do it wrong. They always, they said like, I think they said the conjuring was like four hours once. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. No, where do they not. get that metric from? Right. Okay. <laughs> don't trust Google there. Um, <laughs> because yeah. I'm sorry to expose you. Like, <laughs> no, that is totally fine. I, I still. <laughs> Stand by. The movie felt a little long for an hour twenty-five. It definitely, when I thought it wasn't two hours, it didn't feel like two hours. So that makes a lot of sense now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was not. But to your point, though, it does feel a little bit too long. Yeah. Um. 
it does it does drag a little bit and if they cut just a little bit down maybe like five or ten minutes out i think it would have helped um just make it just a little bit tighter you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah like evil dead 2 is like a perfect length same with the remake i think those those two are perfect in pacing and and length this one i think they're still figuring it out a little bit and that's okay that's okay yeah absolutely it is just the first time um director too so to figure out like how to if, if your movie is too long and it's only five minutes too long i mean hey man that's it's better than being 20 minutes too long no for sure and that's i think a, i think a lot pain. of it comes from setting up like essentially a new genre you know it, it might not be the oh, first 100%. cabin in the woods movie but it wasn't as established yeah um i'm looking at like my list of favorite cabin in the woods movies and i can't think of one that came before um cabin in the woods before last evil house dead. on the left before evil yeah before evil dead my bad um <laughs> before cabin, i keep saying cabin in the woods it's making me just <laughs> everything i say is cabin in the woods because i've said it so many times um but yeah no evil dead yeah i don't think there's any that came before that but yeah um so let's get into what we like about the original because there's a lot to unpack here yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've touched on that dynamic camera style before. Oh, yeah. That is next level, especially for that era. But even today, like, you have to imagine, too, a camera rig at that time was literally rolling film that you couldn't oh, yeah. see the final image of until at the soonest the next day, right? Yeah. The camera was much larger. Nowadays, even with, like, a DSLR setup, you could do it with like w- one of those tripods that is like whatever it is. The, it's got that tilt, that that gy- gyroscope in it, right? Mm-hmm. You could probably do it, but it'd still be really hard and really grueling and challenging. Yeah. I don't know how they did it this time. Did they have it the camera like strapped to a car or something? Did they move slowly and uh, work at like a, a lower frame rate or a higher frame rate to make it look like it's moving at a certain speed. I don't know. Yeah. But it was it's, really, it's really interesting. I wonder if the Blu-ray has any like special features or anything like that on it, because I'm really curious how they made that because like, how did they, because if they're doing what you said, like if they, if they put it on a car, how would they move through the forest? Cause that's really interesting. Yeah. Cause the forest seems like it would, it seemed like a tight forest. So I don't know if a car would fit through. So did they maybe use like a bike, like a motorized bike or, just, or something? Just like, like that, a or? log with a camera on one end and it's like on Sam Raimi's shoulder or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Like what did they do? And, and then also like, did they slow it down and, uh, or did they speed it up and they went slowly when they filmed it? Cause that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and then you see like, you see people in it and they, they react in like time so you're like well how did they film that then like it does like it doesn't seem like the people are sped up when they're in the same no. shot as the camera you know so what happened there like was it what did they just get a guy running and he was really steady with his arms when he would run Jeez, so they were just, just like, like jacked hey. upper body <laughs> completely still except below the waist <laughs> Hey Peter, great job on the uh, on the filming there. You you made it really steady. It looks fantastic. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, they got they got like fucking Hulk Hogan just to run, just boom, just sprint right into the guy. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, like it's it's it's, it's seamless, really, and oh yeah, it just shows a a really strong vision, but also the skill and practice to pull it off. Yeah, 
Yeah, Sam Raimi is a phenomenal, phenomenal director. I have to give credit to the video that you made about why. What was that video called that you made? It was a video essay on Sam, Sam Raimi. Why Sam Raimi is perfect for superheroes. Yes, that was a great video. And I love that video because it's such a good point that you make where you're talking about why he's so good at just directing superhero movies and how good he is in the horror genre Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that he does and he brings to it. I mean, we talk about him being such a good horror movie director, but that he hasn't actually done that many. It's probably because his, his style is just so good that it can be adapted into other things Mm -hmm. that are really interesting and he can go beyond the horror genre. But when he does do horror movies, his style is so strong that it works so well. So Absolutely. It's, it's, an, it's an interesting guy to look at because yeah. Yeah, he's always, he's always, he doesn't always make the greatest movies ever, but I feel like his style is always really interesting. Totally. Very dynamic. Yeah. Tons of movement and movement in unconventional yeah. ways. Yeah. And he knows when to pull it back too. Yeah. Because he, he did make that movie a simple plan with like Bill Paxton and uh, Billy Bob. Right. That was like a drama and it was like a, a like a crime drama thriller kind of thing. But I remember the style not being like overbearing. But hmm. that one did like super, super well. Like that got Oscar nominations and stuff because the the it was directed so well and it was such a good movie. Like it was done so, so well. So. Yeah, he, he's a he's a very underrated director in some ways because I feel like people don't give him enough credit. Like they just, I feel like he's the butt of some jokes because he did Spider Man and he did Evil Dead and he has a he has such a quirky style. But I mean, fuck, that's one of his strengths. Yeah, his know? actual technique, like, really works with that quirky style. It it oh, yeah. it really fits. That style fits the world that he builds in a big way. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think he is the standout thing that I love about this movie easily. Oh yeah. Um, I I also do always find it funny looking back at this one, having the rest of the Evil Dead franchise in mind because like I yeah. I love the whole series and the TV show, and to kind of see like uh Ash and Bruce Campbell's Ash Williams sort of develop in a weird way, where he's just kind of this like genuinely nice, humble guy. <laughs> in evil dead but you see how these events kind of drove him a little mad and a little egotistical and full of himself yeah it's 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 interesting and the thing is too that made me a little disappointed watching this is because i'm I'm watching it and you know the acting isn't super 100 percent fantastic in this movie no um but bruce campbell I actually really like him as an actor. I actually think he's a pretty damn good actor. You know, like some of his lines are a little hard to take seriously, but I mean, like, fuck, I'd like to see him do something like serious. Like that would be cool. He is Um, such a ham and I love it. He just knows, he knows when something is written to be silly or when to hold it back, when to lose your mind a little bit. Like he, he has such a good instinct for the type of movie that Sam Raimi makes. Oh Yeah. No, 100%. It's probably why they work together so much. And, mm-hmm. Man, it's just, it's fantastic. I do, uh, we do have to talk about the show just briefly. The, the, I've only seen the first season, but man, I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. I, I rewatch that every October because it just, oh, yeah. it gets me in the mood and it's just these perfect half hour little bites of comedy, horror, Evil Dead lore, references yeah. to Sam Raimi's filmography. Like it's, it's oh, so yeah. much fun if you're a fan of, anything remotely related to evil dead or just a horror fan great 
Great soundtrack, too. I mean, yeah. like, that's one of the best things about the 80s in horror movies is that the, is that the soundtrack was always phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were always like the Lost Boys, like fucking like rock music and that was fantastic. Yeah. And all of these horror movies, I mean, we're going to be talking about soundtracks next week with Suspiria, because I've only heard praises and praises about that movie and that soundtrack. Um, isn't it about like a dancer, too, or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes sense that the music would be phenomenal, but man, like the music in in all of in, in Ash versus the Evil Dead is is fantastic. Like they got um I think I think they have Deep Purple in like the first episode. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's amazing. It's fantastic. So yeah, no. Um it really if you like good music and horror comedy, yeah, check out Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. It's it's really in the spirit of the whole the rest of the franchise takes it to the next step but stays mm-hmm. true to its roots and develops yeah. the characters and there's a lot of new characters who are awesome too oh yeah yeah i i love that show and it, it's satisfying because it's only three seasons and it got a really good ending too oh amazing i can't wait to finish it um and also isn't sam raimi's brother in it yeah too? ted raimi who played oh, man, I, love that. I think he played one of the deadites in the first one and in the second one he was henrietta in the basement oh okay yeah so he often shows up yeah he was in um Candyman in like the opening scene i remember right kind of cool yeah yeah Yeah. oh man Alrighty. um bringing it back to the original evil dead i love how we're going on so many tangents i love it (laughs) love it um this this is just what else do we like what else do we like because there's so much here that's that's so good the the effects I think are really inventive for such a low oh, budget. Oh yes, they they don't always sell completely. Like some of that claymation at the end maybe went on for a bit too long. Like I got the point, maybe a minute before it ended. Um, yeah, but I get why they're indulging in it because clearly a bunch of people worked really hard on that and they want to show it off. And for the most part, it works. Like I, I've look, you can tell it's independent. Uh, but it's also who doesn't love a bit of high quality uh, claymation? Yeah, honestly, this was such a good like movie with the effects for the budget that it had. Yeah. This movie had a budget of it was somewhere between three hundred and fifty or four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for it to look as good as it does. Oh my god, this is phenomenal! Yeah, like oh man, this is maybe one of the uh yeah i I would say this is maybe one of the the best looking horror movies ever because the style is so good but also the effects i just love and even if they are a bit campy i mean honestly i would rather watch a a campy looking horror movie that had real effects made by real people than to see a horror movie that just made the shit on the computer you know yeah no and and there's moments where they look kind of janky but I think that kind of adds to the demonic quality of, of the deadites. Like the, the fact that their makeup yeah. is kind of peeling and falling off just makes them look like they're decomposing more as the film's going on or that like they, oh, it yeah. might be a stunt guy under there, but it also makes it look like this body has been completely corrupted by someone else. You know, it, it, yeah. it actually adds to the, the flavor of horror. The fact that not everything's perfect yeah let's talk a little bit about the corruption of people Mm -hmm. in the in these movies this is a really interesting theme and it's you know we talked about like how nightmare on elm street can be kind of like um you can kind of get like a little bit of like a a scholarly kind of 
idea in there with the whole corruption of dreams and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I feel like you could maybe do the same with this because there is a bit of a of a possession going on, a bit of a violation happening there. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that it is in the cabin in the woods because it's it's not like a person violating you in your dreams, but it's a, it's it's like nature doing that Ooh. because there is there is a rape scene in this movie and it's it's a it's a tree it's a tree who rapes somebody in this movie yeah i think i think I, i've seen Raimi in interviews talk about that he kind of if he could go back he would undo that scene because it's a little much i yeah it's an odd scene it's a very odd scene but i when when you relate it that way it does make a little more sense i think it was a little too yeah. gratuitous for for the purpose like it do, it did just kind of serve shock value and yeah that might be if if i had if i had to pick anything i didn't like from the film i might pick that because it is a little bit taste, tasteless of a way to use that idea i agree um i i think if they if they were going to use that maybe they could have cut it down a little bit like i don't think they needed to show so yeah, much yeah that's the thing because they go a little overboard with it, and it, and it is a little bit like you know it is it is a very sensitive topic, and you, you don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. Of course, I don't think they had that intent. No, by any the, means. The intent they, was to shock, which it does. Yeah, hundred percent. But you can shock and it be much shorter than it was. I, th- I think it was a lot. It, it just went on a bit too long. Um, mm-hmm. It was just but I, I, very explicit. Yeah in what was happening when and where oh, and yeah. it was just a little a little much um yeah but yeah, yeah i think you make a good point about the corruption like nature sort of corrupting because that does keep coming back in the film whenever someone tries to leave the cabin is like the trees they know like they won't let us leave yeah and i think that's really interesting yeah it is it is interesting and um yeah it's it's just it's cool and i will say the thing i like about this movie is a lot of people they they say about horror movies like the people are so stupid like when they move into a house and they hear noises and they don't just leave i mean i've always kind of had an an issue with that critique because like if you're paying to move into a house you're paying like thousands and thousands of dollars to move into a new house and then you hear a creak and you're like oh i'm gonna leave now because i think my house is haunted that's stupid yeah no one would ever do that it takes a lot of disposable income to just be able to get up and move on a whim like that's a massive saving to just move once (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's so stupid to 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 think that you can just leave when you hear a creak in the middle of the night like you're no you're gonna have to power through Yeah, and you hear like a, and you're like, nope, I'm done. And you pack up your things and go. Like, that's ridiculous. This is, this actually does it well because the whole reason that they open the the book is because they're teenagers and they're like, yeah, like this shit isn't fucking serious. Like, who would fucking believe that? If I found that in a cabin, I would fuck with it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, who wouldn't, you know? Absolutely. Um, I'd be so curious. Yeah, I'd be so curious. I'd listen to it and be like, wow, what the fuck is this shit? And then when stuff actually starts happening, the thing is that's cool is that um, I I forget her name. Cheryl, Cheryl that's her name, mm. right? Um, She is like, I want to leave. And then they go and they can't because the bridge is, is broken or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and, and uh, they established earlier that like the bridge was falling apart. Exactly. But when they come back to see it broken, it's clear it wasn't broken by natural causes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
or it was, but the natural causes have a mind. Yeah, and they're evil. That's a good thing. <laughs> they're evil, yeah. Yeah, there there's a lot to like about this movie. Um the thing I like going back to it i felt i i feel like it's it's lost a little bit on repeat viewings but Mm. the first time what i really loved is that ash he cannot kill his friends because they're his friends and the thing that's cool about this is that these they they're not just possessed like 24 7 like they can kind of snap out of it and pose as real people yeah like so you you think almost like oh has it left them like are they okay now or what yeah and because you as the viewer don't know a lot about them you're also there where you're like you're hoping that it's all okay yeah and and you like the characters enough to be like i hope everything's cool like you feel for ash because you know this is a girl that he really loves yeah so you feel for them in that way, and that's that's something that I enjoy. Yeah, that um, I think I that's always a, a brilliant thing in the Evil Dead series is that how manipulative the Deadites are in oh, trying yeah. to uh, get onto your soft side and like take advantage of, of your heart because they have yeah. no soul or their soul's corrupted. It's so good. <laughs> exactly. That's something that's really interesting, too, and it's just... Yeah, I kind of want to re-watch this and just think of like well what is this like what is there a meaning to this like a deeper meaning to this like what what does it mean that these characters are out in in the middle of nowhere like and they're in a cabin and and nature is against them like what is what is that saying maybe i'm reading too far into it but i mean like no there's room there for sure there's room there i mean hey when you make art i mean i'm gonna read the fuck into it i'm gonna do it you make art i'm gonna do that yeah i'm gonna make some assumptions i'm gonna make some assumptions yeah i think also there, there could be an angle of Ash maybe, like, not being fully in touch with reality. Like, yeah. like, is he just murdering people? Did they just lose it? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's kind of confirmed I mean, yeah. later in the series that, no, in fact, there is an evil force. But for the first yeah. two, at least, it's kind of like he might just be some crazy guy. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? We don't really know a lot about him, so there could be some baggage there in his in his own life of like you know mental health or something like that. Yeah, like what's going on there? So it is an interesting idea, and then it's interesting what you say too is that he becomes really narcissistic as it goes on. Yeah, like which what why is that? Why does he become so narcissistic after this? You know, like what happens there? What, what does like that said, set off just, in him? Yeah, and. Like, why is it narcissism that it sets off in him? Because I feel like most other people, it would become something like a more humbling experience. Yeah, traumatizing. Like traumatizing, yeah. But he, I mean, maybe it's a defense mechanism, but, you know, it, it's interesting to look at that because it's very different. It's a very interesting kind of um, kind of way to look at this at this film. I think the first movie definitely reframes the series every time I watch it. It's like, it's kind mm-hmm. of, it can be something serious. You know? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the rest of them I just watch as like a goof and don't really yeah. think too hard about what's going on. But this one is definitely more because it takes itself more seriously. I also give it that. Yeah. So it kind of applies a whole different thought to the rest of the franchise. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because we talked last week about Nightmare on Elm Street and how the first one was this really scary, really mysterious movie. You didn't know a lot about it. The second one, you start to learn more. And then, like, I mean, the second one also breaks its fucking rules where Freddy's out at a fucking pool party and in front of everyone. And it's like, well, everyone's awake. This is this doesn't make any yeah. sense. So anyway, 
the more, like you said, I think you made a point, the more that you see, the more comfortable you become with it and the less scary that it becomes. Yeah. This is the first one's really scary in the fact that you don't know a lot that's going on, but it's all pretty much new to you. But the second one is innovative because they don't lose that that their touch with horror and whatnot what they do actually is they just lean all the way into the comedy of it yeah and they make it funny purposefully so that when it is scary it actually is kind of shocking because you're like this is funny and then it scares you with it but it's still funny like it's i don't Mm -hmm. know it's, it's it's interesting how he mixes this because i feel like with with any other director it would have just become one or the other. It would have just been scary or it would have just been funny. And he somehow manages to scare you and make you laugh, which is extremely, extremely difficult. Yeah. And it creates like a new kind of tension too, because now you don't know if they're setting up for a laugh or a scare and that potential scare gets to you just waiting for for a laugh to come. Right. Yeah. It's really good. I just I like the idea of somebody watching this movie being like, <laughs> like just I love that. It makes me laugh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything you don't like about this? Um. About the original? I know we talked a little bit about the tree scene. Yeah. Um. Which is which is fair. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I, I would. I think. I th- I agree with with what Ramy said. We're like that. That should have been downplayed or cut or whatever he said because it goes a little too far. For yeah. the wrong reasons. I, I like that this, the, I, I, I can appreciate the idea and I can appreciate why that scene is in there. Yeah. If, if it was, maybe if it was an alternative kind of scene that maybe kind of had a similar point. Yeah. And, and not as, sure. Yeah. Not as like visceral and graphic. Not as visceral and explicit and whatnot because it is it is extremely difficult to watch and it's like we talked about last week with like the nightmare on elm street remake like where they just start making freddy krueger make pervy comments it's like it lacks subtlety like Mm -hmm. we we don't really need to see all of that and i mean like yes it is done well and it is scary and it doesn't just feel cheap but maybe the 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 idea behind it was a little um surface level of just we need to shock somebody and yeah i that's not fair to use as a shock thing it's not really fair to use that as a shock value because it's yeah you're gonna shock somebody with that like obviously you're gonna shock somebody but like just because you can and you will shock somebody doesn't mean that's the most creative thing to do i mean maybe if that's your idea of shocking somebody you should maybe just think a little bit more about like what's a better way to show that you know yeah there are better ways to do that it would have been nice if there was a little more creativity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah. Um, I think that's just that's, the biggest downside of, of the movie, really. But the rest yeah. of it is still great. And I think oh yeah, it sets up a great series. And I'm glad that it exists. Like, it, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, um, the other thing I was going to say that I really love about this is the second half of this movie, it really doesn't have that much dialogue when you really think about it. No. Does, like the ending, the last thirty minutes, there's not a lot of talking, and I love that. I love how yeah, little it's just Ash. There is in this. Yeah, just just walking around, just trying to stop the Evil Dead. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, it's a great quality. The, the The franchise of Evil Dead movies is so good that this, honestly, like you could say this is, you could argue maybe this is, you know, one of the weaker ones. I wouldn't say that though. I'd say it's like probably the second best. I wouldn't say it's one of the weaker I... installments. 
but it's definitely know. the one I go back to the least. Like I've even seen yeah. the remake probably more times than the original just oh, because true. I mean, look, it it is what it is. It's an old independent movie and it's very inspiring mm-hmm. for what it is. And it's cool to see Raimi's style be so strong from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. But like I'd rather watch Evil Dead 2 on any given day. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I want to watch Evil Dead too i wanted to watch it before this podcast but i just didn't have time so yeah i didn't get to it either but like it, it's burned into my memory anyway so i'll, I'll be watching oh, it this yeah. season <laughs> oh yeah i'll definitely watch it too i'm trying to watch i have a ton of movies and a ton of horror movies that i haven't seen so i'm trying to watch as many of the ones i haven't seen yeah. as possible but there's a few that i want to watch like rewatch for sure that i haven't seen in a while and evil dead 2 is definitely one of them that needs to be rewatched because i mean fuck it's just so good big time oh yeah but yeah i i think there's a point to it being the weakest but that's only because it's the earliest and the the least you know the filmmaker with the least amount of experience oh yeah i would argue that army of darkness i think is is weak weaker than this i'm not a huge huge fan of army of darkness but i mean hey man if if you let's talk about the evil dead franchise whatever here we got evil dead evil dead 2 army of darkness the remake and ash versus the evil dead if the weakest out of all of those movies is army of darkness not bad no it, it definitely is more of like a looney tunes type of movie than other exactly. evil dead ones oh yeah 100 percent. but like yeah when that's your weakest link in a franchise i mean that's a strong a pretty- link you got a pretty strong franchise right there, man. So yeah, yeah, better than the Conjuring. I mean, like, fuck, they had the two great Conjuring movies, and then exactly downhill. No, th- there's right not a downhill. single piece of the Evil Dead franchise that is just awful. Which is amazing that it stood so strong for so many years. How long has it been now? Forty years. Oh shit! Yeah, just about next year we'll we'll solidify it as forty years. Yeah. Fuck powerful yeah. powerful set of movies oh yeah no fantastic some of the best i i wouldn't consider evil dead for like the top 10 best horror movies of all time but it would definitely be considered for like a top 20 yeah evil dead 2 100 percent. but yeah it, it it deserves some recognition on a larger list just for for what it's set up but oh, yeah yeah the ensuing franchise is really what's powerful that it just honestly if it doesn't get better every time, it maintains a level of quality every time. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. This is a solid one. What would you rate this out of 10? This, maybe like a 7, 8 out of 10. If I consider that it is a first-time feature from from Raimi, then I, I'd definitely give it an 8, 8.5 maybe even. Yeah, I'm going to give it like an 8.3. I like how I do the, the decimals to yeah. be exact. But uh, yeah, an 8.31296. Uh <laughs> 8.3 I, I feel pretty solid about yeah that's uh yeah i i really enjoy this one this is a this is a lot of fun definitely let's move on to the remake hell yeah okay so i grew up on evil dead because i grew up a spider-man kid so naturally oh, yeah. my first step into the horror realm as a child was evil dead and oh okay i was around 15 when the remake came out and i was really not looking forward to it at all because I'm expecting, you know, a nightmare treatment, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm expecting just like a rehash <laughs> that isn't going to be nearly as good. You have a bad experience. Yeah, yes. exactly. 
understandable. This this blew me away. I, maybe because my expectations were so low, but it yeah, it is such an engrossing and engaging, shocking movie that really updates what the first original Evil Dead was trying to be without yeah. completely remaking it. It it does fit into the oh. same world. It it is very much a follow up. If you want it to be, you oh, can yeah. look at it that way. Oh yeah, there's like an after credit scene in this movie that actually like um leads into Ash versus the Evil Dead. Have you seen the after the credits scene? No. I had I had like a torrented copy and it didn't have anything after the credits, so I need to look that oh, up. Oh shit. Yeah, basically this is what it is. It's uh it's Bruce Campbell and he looks up and he goes, Groovy, and then he looks at the camera, and then that's it. Cool. But it like sets up Ash versus the Evil Dead and it's really, oh, it's damn. really awesome. Yeah, it fits right in. It fits right into the franchise yeah. and I love it. The can we just talk about the effects here? Oh. Holy crap. See, this is how you do it with with yeah. a movie in the 2010s when you have effects. You do it however the fuck they did it this way. I don't know if it was on the computer or if it was uh, done handmade or whatever the fuck. But I, whatever they did, it was right. I think everything that was possible they did in camera. And then they used nice. some, some CGI to like blend between reality and the effect. So that's why it's completely seamless. And you're right. That is how oh, you do okay. it. If I was yeah. if I was ever supervising special effects for a horror movie, I would use this as a blueprint. I'd be like, you see this? This movie? Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hire these exactly. people. Exactly. I hate when people are like, okay, let's, so the CGI, that's just going to be the whole effect. Like, it just seems so lazy to me. Like, well, cause just, you don't need to, you know, like, you, yeah. you don't need to do it that day on set. Like, you don't need people reacting to it. You don't need to, it, it takes more time and effort for sure and coordination mm-hmm. from a lot of people, but it's so worth it when, when you get something oh, yeah. this good. It's seamless. I couldn't, I yeah. can't name a single bad effect in this. Oh yeah, no. I'm trying to think of any. I know you had some issues with the eyes in uh, in Jane Levy when she's possessed. I know you had some issues with that, but that's not so much in the way that it's done. It's more just the way it looks. Maybe like the design. Yeah. Is an issue. Would it be fair to say that it's, like, it's the, design. the design? Yeah. Yeah, I think, but it I th- looks it looks real and it looks great. Like you, you, you wouldn't say like, oh, it looks fake. Like I'm like, I believe she's possessed. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think she, oh, she yeah. fucking. I'd be scared of her. If that was real life. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I think I think just the design of those eyes doesn't work for me. I always like the the mm-hmm. white deadite eyes a lot more personally. But I would probably I would agree. They I just agree. seem after seeing your video, I was like, yeah, no, I definitely agree with him. They seem a little more soulless and scary. Oh, yeah. um, but you yeah. know what? That doesn't detract from this movie. Like I'm still creeped out by every single deadite in this in this flick. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, this is a really, this is a really good one. And also, I just, I love that Fadi Alvarez, he, he went on and he made a horror movie that's probably even better than, than this one is. I like Don't Breathe probably more than I like Evil Dead. Hmm, I need to and watch that. Evil Dead. Oh yeah, Evil Dead is so good. Like, it's such a good remake. This is definitely one of the best remakes, maybe, like, uh, horror movie wise ever, um, It'd definitely be on like a top 10 list of best horror movie remakes. Yeah, like, there's so easily. few that are this oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be up there with like The Ring and The Fly and The Thing and Dawn of the Dead. It would definitely be in that kind of category. So it just yeah. nails the spirit while doing something new. I like yeah. I like the story that they're in this cabin to detox their friend, to help them 
you know, kick mm-hmm. drugs. That makes sense. That's why you would go to the middle of nowhere without cell phones and stuff so that, she, you know, she can't text a dealer or anything or she can't, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's no whatever, no reception. That That makes a lot of sense and it makes sense for the character. Like she is maybe... There's already an addiction is like a possession, right? There's already something that has taken over her life. And so the actual the the actual evil forces kind of almost have an easier way in. Yeah, exactly. This that's a really interesting idea and a good point that you make because you know, like in the original it's like well, why do they want to leave and why don't they? It's because the girl wants to leave. And then they're like, okay, whatever. But this one, it's like, she wants to leave. And it's like, well, we can't because you've done this before. Yeah. And you didn't get better. So we need to stay here. And this is the only way to do it. So it actually is a really good reason. And it makes up for like a lot of the, any of the issues. And then when they do try to leave, then you have the, oh, the the bridge is broken. So, oh, fuck, we can't, we can't go. So. Yeah, there's that, but like for the first half of this movie, you're like, oh my god, and then it's also it, it adds to the feeling of like this is this this sucks because no one's believing her, you know? I know, yeah, they all think she's like crazy and trying to get high, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The thing I love too is first off, I actually think that this remake is probably on par with the original. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just not saying that it's worse, though, either. I think it's probably on par. I feel like they're both at pretty much the same level of, like, um, just being a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's very interesting that these are both, like, the first movies that uh, horror movie directors made. So um, the, the thing I really like, though, is that they update a few of the things. Like, you already, as you have seen the original, you know the rules. You know, yeah. you know how things work. So, in the original, how did Ash deal with the the people? Like, how did he kill the the bad guys? It was he like, burned the book, right? Yeah. So in this one, they changed the rule: the book doesn't burn. So now, what do you do? Well, now you have to watch the movie and find out. So now you're like, oh, well, you know, you as an audience member, you can't sit there and go, man, if they just burned the book, it would be fine. They do yeah. that. They do that right away. And it does not work. Yeah, that's the first thing they try. They're like, we're we're one step ahead of you, audience. We're going to try that. And it doesn't work. Which yeah. makes sense if it's a book from hell, too, right? Like, of course, it would burn. <laughs> exactly. I was kind of surprised when he burned the book. I, I forgot that happened. And I was like, really? That's it? Okay, well. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, but that's a good point, though. It's a book from hell. I mean, what's in hell? Fire. So, like, <laughs> you would think that they would make it with paper that's not going to burn. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I also like the characters in this movie, too. Like, it's also, it's super well acted. Um, the only character who really didn't work for me that much was the the blonde girl who is, like, David's girlfriend or whatever. mm um, who was like a nurse or something like that? Uh, the other one was the nurse, the one who cut her face up. Yeah. What was the what was the blonde girl then? Was she just like was she a nursing student or was she? I forget. I think you're right. They didn't give her much. <laughs> they didn't give her much. She was the girlfriend. You yeah. know, she didn't have much of a personality, but even she grew on me after a while. Um, yeah. It, in the original, I don't think the characters were as memorable because there was Cheryl, there was Ash, and then there was Scott. friend number one. Scott, maybe? I there think was it friend was Scott. number one. 
Yeah, who really knows? I mean, I don't remember the character names that well this time. Oh, actually, I do. It's Mia, Eric, David. I don't remember the other two, but it's fine. Because um, they were... I remember the characters. I remember their faces. Yeah. There's one girl in the original. I don't even know what happened to her. I don't even remember her dying, to be completely honest. <laughs> I I don't remember. Like, there was Cheryl, and there was his girlfriend. Linda. The other girl, I don't know what... Yeah, Linda. The other girl, I don't know what happened to her. I, I, I think I looked away on my phone for two seconds, and then she was gone, and I just didn't really... I didn't care enough to rewind to figure out what happened to her, but she... She just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I think I think they characterize everybody just enough for 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 the remake. I do oh, think yes. uh, Mia is definitely the strongest character, and I almost wish 100%. there was more of her while she was yeah. unpossessed. Yeah, because she carried that movie for me. I think, like I when when you compare it to the the original, they're all a lot stronger. But I do think mm-hmm. what's her name, Jane Levy. Jane Levy, yeah. I think she's so good in Evil Dead that she outshines everybody. And I, I'm, I'm oh, genuinely yeah. like, you know what? All I care about right now is is Mia, Jane Levy's character. Yeah. And like the rest of you can just like turn into the monsters. <laughs> yeah. I did feel sad when David passed away. Yeah, I like how fair. I like how he said passed away. Like I made it sound really <laughs> he got, he got fucking mauled by a deadite. <laughs> Yeah, he got fucking stabbed in the throat. Like, holy shit. I did feel sad because I did like his character. Okay. But it was just a very kind of basic two-dimensional kind of thing. Like, he did have a layer, but it wasn't that thick, you know? It was Mm. just like, he's a brother. He hasn't um, been there in the past, but now he's trying to kind of make up for it. And there's a little bit of an arc there, so I can appreciate that. And I do enjoy his character being in the movie. So yeah, I do. I am happy with that. Um, like you said, they characterize everybody just enough. So it's just just the right sprinkle of of a need or a desire to give a fuck. So yeah, that's that was nice. Um, but yeah, no, Jane Levy is definitely the star of the show here. She's fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent. I I also love how breakneck the pacing is of this movie. Like, what is oh, it? Yeah. Fifteen minutes in, and you're already into deadite territory. Like you're already starting to be attacked by a forest. You're already starting to see people be possessed. It's so fast. Oh, yeah. Halfway through, oh, yeah, so fast. I couldn't believe I was only halfway through the movie. You know, like oh I, yeah, it, it, I I paused to go to the washroom. I'm like, holy shit, this is halfway through. This has gone so fast. Oh yeah, no, this is this is really really strong. It's a really 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 well done movie and. Yeah, no, it's it's phenomenal. So just the pacing and just everything, like what's going on? And like you said, the effects too. I can't get over the effects in this movie. Like, Jeez, they stick with shit. you. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. What, 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 what's the movie with the best special effects, like do you think? I mean- Like in a horror movie. John Carpenter's The Thing is for sure 100%. in a similar realm, but this is up there too. This is oh, yeah. such an underrated piece of, of, special, of movie special effects. Yeah. I'd say this, the original Evil Dead, so both of them. Mm-hmm. The Thing, I'd also say American Werewolf in London. That's oh, yeah. Iconic and whatnot. But like, holy fuck, this is so good. And I love how bloody this movie is. Yeah. It's so bloody. It's ridiculous how bloody it is. But it's fucking amazing. It like, literally I, rains blood. It would it would be this bloody, though, too. Yeah. Like, this movie feels a little bit more realistic than Sam Raimi's does. Like, the style isn't totally there. But you know what I do like? Is there are some nods to his style, like where he's like starting to kind of like um, 
try and like uh resurrect his sister like there's like a there's just a series of shots that are basically copying sam raimi's style but like the reason i love it is because it's just that one scene and it's just like it just feels like a nod and an allusion to sam raimi's style where it's not like hey look we're not copying his style because we've had an hour and 15 minutes of the movie already that are basically our own style and is totally original but now we want to just just give you just a little just a little taste of what the original was yeah which i think is i think it's super respectful but it's also just it's just cool and that scene is fucking badass too with that style which is awesome yeah i i think alvarez has a really strong style of his own just off of this movie i haven't seen his other stuff but he he does he definitely does yeah i notice he does a lot of um his camera's often dynamic and in motion but in a different way where like Raimi's was traveling through a space forwards and around. Um, yeah. I think Alvarez plays with the framing more where he'll start at like a straight angle and then it'll slowly float off kilter kind of it'll, it'll turn into a Dutch angle or vice versa. Oh, it'll go from yeah. like crooked to a straight angle very gradually. It feels oh, very yeah. floaty and possessed. Um, he also loves that focus pull where like, you know, you're, you're moving the camera closer while zooming out or whatever. And Mm -hmm. like everything around the character, like moves around them and like the perspective shifts. So I think, I think there's a lot, he, he manages to create a different kind of, of dynamic camera style from evil dead without fully copying Raimi. He does his own thing and I love it. He went hundred percent does the style in this movie is fantastic and oh man, I love it. I just it's so strong, oh, so strong. My God, I don't know. I I do think the reason for reading the book was a little bit fucking stupid this time. Oh my God, yeah, Eric just this Eric kid just seemed like a fucking idiot. Like he, he like he starts like reading out loud the shit. Like he started, he was so interested in it, and I was like, well, why? Like, why, why, why would you do that? I would never see anybody doing that where they're like literally taking paper and shading stuff and reading it out loud. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, no, that, that made me ashamed to be an English major. (laughs) Isn't that what they say he is? (laughs) Oh, I think so. They're like, this dude fucking loves his books. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. That, that annoyed me because he, he was like that. He was, um, (laughs) He did look like the the stereotypical movie English major where it's like uh you know long hair plaid shirt watch glasses bearded. douchey personality yeah. bearded yeah um I read this in Tolstoy shut up <laughs> shut up and die shut up and die man Terrible. just turn into a monster already <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but I love that this movie does kind of. Um, hint back to the original in some ways like i mean somebody cuts their hand off at one point yeah or their whole arm actually that was fucked up twice two um, people lose hands two people was it the same girl i thought she cut off like both of her arms oh yeah yeah got them both cut off so she loses both of hers and then mia loses her one hand at the that's end that's right oh man yeah i just love that people are losing their fucking limbs in this movie left and right it's like what the fuck it's awesome you know? that's evil dead in oh. a nutshell you gotta lose some yeah, limbs she- she ripped her hand off too. It fe- a car fell on it, and she went, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't get it out from under." And it, the so monster's getting closer, off. so she needs to move, and she just <laughs> rips her hand off. It's awesome. Oh man, I I yeah. gotta say that raining blood moment at the end, where the sky literally pours blood, 
is oh, one yeah. of the coolest horror movie visuals I think I've I've seen in a long time. It was so inventive, so creative, just painted the movie red. Oh yeah. And it fits it fits the series so well. That's exactly what should happen in a big budget Evil Dead remake. Oh yeah. Um this whole movie in general feels like a breakneck like thrasher metal song beginning to end. It's fast-paced. <sighs> there's demons, there's gore, there's occult, there's raining blood. Like it is just I feel like if you just took like if you just uh took the movie and put it on like an editing software and just took out like 5 minutes of the movie and just put like a if you put like Psychosocial by Slipknot over it, it would be a pretty fucking great music video. For real. For real. Pick you your know? favorite pick your favorite like thrasher, hardcore, yeah. heavy metal song or Cannibal whatever. Corpse, whatever the yeah, hell. Whatever death metal it is. music, yeah. It fits right in. And that's what Evil Dead should be at, at Yeah. At least this this version of Evil Dead. It works so well. Oh yeah. Yeah. This this is really nice. Like it, it feels like death metal. Um, the original kind of felt like maybe like a seventies, like eighties, like seventies rock, hard rock, yeah. like Black Sabbath or getting something. into Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Like um, like their original, like their first album. Yeah. Um, this one feels like Slipknot, which is like you know not bad. Like honestly, I mean, like hey, they got some hits. So no, yeah, I, I, yeah it's like Slipknot or like even more more modern, something like like King Gizzard uh yeah their stuff is also like they have a couple of really good metal albums it, it's yeah and, and it's metal in all the best ways too it's like bloody gory shocking but also very technical <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like it's technically yeah. very good <laughs> yeah oh no for sure holy shit like my god this movie's great like it's it's actually really good just talking about it i love it more than i did when i watched it and Man, this is a good one. It's such it's such a blast, and I I am so grateful that I went into it with low expectations, um, oh, yeah. because it just blew me away, and it continues to blow me away. And oh, yeah. I, I think I've seen it probably four or five times now, and every time I'm going to put it on, I get oh, like shit. like an exciting kind of anxiety about it. I'm like, ooh, so this movie's <laughs> going to be fun and scary. Like, there's few horror movies that get me feeling that way yeah no that's yeah this is this is such a a fun fun movie um in that way and it's yeah it's just it's one of it's definitely one of the best horror movies of the last decade not like top 10 but definitely like top 20 at the very least yeah it would be top 20 it's really 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 solid um i'd like to make a list of like the best like horror movies of the last decade it's not quite up there with like hereditary or get out but like no in terms of just fun in terms of just it's a fun horror movie it's bloody it's just fucked up like you know this 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 feels like that you know it feels like a modern day the evil dead which i mean like if you're making a remake i mean isn't that what you should do yeah you know they, they updated you know? the ideas and and took yeah. them a step further use new effects to the best of their abilities use new techniques and it works yeah and i like that the characters aren't all the same i mean they kind of maybe give like a little illusion to ash with the character of david because he is wearing like the same <laughs> colored shirt yeah but um you know that's it like he's his own character um yeah and that's it and it, it was a different relationship too where it's a it's a siblings it's a, siblings yeah instead of a romantic thing yeah um there's a different kind of love there but arguably even more affecting because they've they've grown up together so the baggage is even even bigger oh yeah no 100 percent. yeah it's a great flick what a great movie oh man i just want to watch the whole evil dead franchise like now 
Oh, I, I will always oh, recommend it. I'm I'm such an Evil Dead fanboy. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be rewatching Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness and uh, right? Ash vs Evil Dead this this Halloween season. It's definitely one of the best horror movie franchises. I'm trying to think of great horror movie franchises that have been consistently great over the years, and this is really the only one that's consistently been awesome. You yeah, know? there's so few. I don't. I don't think there's any other one. Like I'm looking around at what I've got here. I don't. I don't think there's a single one that is just so consistently enjoyable. Yeah, Scream is decent, but that one kind of petered out after a little bit. Um, like Scream Four is good, but it's not as solid as like, you know, it, it didn't stay as consistent as the Evil Dead did. Yeah, and then. We can't even consider like Nightmare or Friday the Thirteenth no. or Texas Chainsaw or, I mean Texas Chainsaw. By the time I got to the third movie, it was a piece of shit. You yeah. know, like holy fuck. Um, and and Halloween. I mean, no, like that. That one too many. didn't really work either. Too many. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other. I mean, Child's Play. We're not even going to consider because that one was like the first movie was good and then downhill. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think know. Scream is maybe the closest, but even then, just for me, I think nothing beats that first mystery for exactly. me. I, I I do like the second one more than the third. The fourth I barely remember. Scraform. <laughs> yeah, the fourth one was the fourth one was okay. They had um I think Rory Culkin was in that one. Mm. He's like <laughs> You know, you know how like Macaulay Culkin's brother is Kieran Culkin. You're like, oh, okay. Well, he's like the other Culkin, and then they have like a few other brothers. He's just one of the other brothers. And There's like, an oh, other okay. other Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, okay, well, they couldn't get Kieran Culkin because he was too old, so they got his younger brother, um, who looks exactly like him. Like it's creepy. Wow. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Damn. Yeah. No, I might. I might revisit those two. Those are, those are really fun. I did rewatch Scream and Scream Two recently. So and they they they're both oh, solid. Shit. Like I like them. Oh yeah, I, I, especially Scream the first one. Oh, one of my favorites. But yeah, oh. not not quite as consistent as Evil Dead. I think it might just be because there's so much time between a lot of the Evil Dead movies, and there's fewer of them. Mm-hmm. I think I think also Raimi has more involvement in all of them than most horror franchises. Like there's very few franchises that have a singular vision throughout. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, and the way that they adapted to it, once they kind of knew what they were doing they were like, oh, okay, well, this is a comedy. Let's go full comedy. Let's do it. That's the thing. It keeps evolving. Funny. It keeps on mm-hmm. changing and growing and the lore keeps getting richer and the characters yeah. keep, keep changing. That's what's interesting about this remake too, is that it's totally serious. Like it's not a comedy no. at all. But it works. Like the like only it, it, part it, it, that kind of makes me giggle when I watch it is when um what's his name? Uh the, the guy with the long hair, the Eric. Eric. When Eric like finds his friend carved up her face and he like steps on a piece of her skin and like falls on his back. <laughs> like that that seems that like part was funny. that seems like some ridiculous kind of evil dead stuff, but they play it completely oh, yeah. straight and it is it's freaky for sure, but that like on rewatches, I kind of always wait for that moment. Like, ah, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> it is funny, actually. Now that you say that, I'm trying to look at my shelf and like see if there's any other horror movie that is like franchise that that it holds up as Evil Dead, and there really isn't any. So, 
I'm just going to say it. Evil Dead might be the greatest horror movie franchise ever. I think so. I'll stand by that. I'll stand by that, too. My God. Very strong side of films. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Like, what else are you going to talk about? Psycho? Like, give me a fucking break. Oh, God. Psycho's, that might be one of the worst horror movie franchises. Yeah, why would you follow that up? He got Psycho, which is amazing. And then they made three sequels. Yeah, they sure did. And then they made a shot-for-shot remake starring Vince Vaughn. Which is just wild. I, I'm so glad that's not how this Evil Dead turned out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Ben Stiller playing Ash? Oh my god. Yeah, they I got, they got like know, a comedian. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Ask the monkey. All right. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm very thankful this franchise turned out well and it will always hold a special place in my heart as very 100%. strong. Oh, yeah. 100%. What would you give the remake out of 10? Solid 9. It's almost flawless. Honestly, like, the only thing I can complain about is, like, uh, Jane Jane Levy outshines everybody. But that's not even, like, yeah. I can't even complain, right? Like, she's a great yeah. main character. I just want more of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, watch Don't Breathe. She's great in that. Okay, I will. She's so good. I'll check that yeah, out. she's a star. She's so good. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I'd give it like an 8.3. I, I would just match it with uh, the original. Fair. Because I fair. do think that they're on the same thing. So just to make it easier, I might even give it 8.4 just because it does have probably better visual effects. But I do love the original visual effects because they just look awesome. So, yeah. No, yeah, that's fair. I'm very biased because I, w- I, I would rate all of them between like 8 and 10. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <clears throat> I love these movies. Yeah, fuck, now I want to watch the show. I got to watch the show. I got uh, please. I got the DVD of season two. I got to check it out. Oh, it's God. so easy to watch. Even if you're just like studying or whatever, put it on in the background. You'll have a few chuckles. It's a lot of fun. Honestly, I'm going to do that. I got some readings to do tonight, so I'll definitely be watching that in the background. Yeah, read 10 pages, oh, watch 10 minutes, you know, do something back and forth. It's <laughs> worth it. It's a, it's a good reward. That's actually... That's actually a good thing. Yeah, I'll do I'll do my I'll do my homework and then uh, yeah, I'll just watch a few episodes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like to do it as I read five pages and then watch five episodes. I like to do that. <laughs> That's balanced. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever get whatever gets the job done. Exactly. Exactly. Alrighty. Um, let's talk about our just before we wrap up, let's talk about our favorite Cabin in the Woods horror movie. Yeah, do you want to take the honorable mentions? I've I've not seen enough of these. Uh Evil sure. Dead 2 is my personable personal honorable mention. I would put that one in my first, if it wasn't in the same franchise, since we've already talked Evil Dead to death, I'm going to pick something else, but... Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Evil Dead 2 is it's fantastic. Definitely better than the first one. Um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is actually a really, really funny movie. It's a, it's kind of like a like a... Almost like a parody of the Cabin in the Woods horror movie. Hmm. It's basically about these two truckers named Tucker and Dale played by, um, I don't remember the other guy's name, but one of them is played by Alan Tudyk, um, who you'll know from like Serenity and, you know, um, Rogue One. He's been in a ton of stuff. I want to find the other actor's name here. Uh, His name was Tyler Labine. Yeah. So two truckers. Really nice guys, um, but a, a group of teenagers, um, you know, they think that they're murderers, and the group of teenagers keep getting accidentally killed. 
and they think it's Tucker and Dale doing it, but it's really just like their own stupidity that's getting them all killed. But they keep <laughs> thinking that they're the killers and they keep trying to fight them. And when they're trying to fight them and kill them, they keep accidentally getting killed off Wow! themselves. It's a really, it's hard to explain, but you just got to see the trailer and it's, it's so fucking funny. So I've seen the poster yeah, no. for this and it never oh. really caught my attention, but I, now I need to check it out. Oh my God. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious movie. Uh, now we got Secret Window with Johnny Depp. That's a pretty good one. It's not the greatest movie ever, but I think it was written by Stephen King. Like the novel was written by Stephen mm-hmm. King and it was adapted. And yeah, no, it's just a it's just a cool movie. Um, John Turturro's in it in a supporting role. Oh, wow. We gotta we gotta do a podcast on John Turturro because that guy's got some good uh he's an underrated dude. For sure. He's really talented. Yeah. Him, John Goodman, and Steve Buscemi, the three Cohen brothers actors we gotta we gotta talk about. True. Uh, because they are they are great. And then we got this one I would have taken for my best, but I don't quite consider it a horror movie. I consider it more of a thriller. That's fair. And that's Misery, which is just phenomenal. Um Yeah. If this counts as a horror movie, it's my favorite, but I just for the just for more variety, I'm just going to put it in the honorable mentions. Way to think outside the box with that one cuz I I di- wouldn't have considered it, but I I think yeah. it falls into that category. I think I think that's a really good honorable mention. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I I just love it. It's just it's one of the best. You know, it's one of the best movies ever made. So yeah. I mean, it has to be on here. My number one uh, cabin in the woods movie, other than Evil Dead, of course. Uh, but I highly recommend this one to any fans of Evil Dead. The Cabin in the Woods. That is the title, and it 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 is such. I almost don't know how much to say about it, but it's not what you expect. It sets up a typical cabin in the woods story and takes it so much further, way beyond what you can probably guess. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, just go watch it. Don't bother with a trailer or a synopsis or anything. Just check it out. And I promise you will be delightfully surprised, especially if you like comedies, if you like horror comedies, if you like the cabin in the woods genre, all that stuff. Definitely. If you like Thor. If you like if you Thor, because like Chris Hemsworth's in it. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Check it out. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a really, really, really good one. Um, the one I'm going to take is a little bit probably lesser known, but it is a really, really fun movie. Oh, yeah. Um, went into this one super low expectations. This one actually made me really like Eli Roth um, and it's Cabin Fever. This mm-hmm. one is just it's so crazy. It's just so silly and fun. And it's just. It's such a good fucking movie. Like, it is so much fun to just sit down and watch this crazy, crazy movie. People's skin is, are just, it's falling off, and it's just a nutty, nutty movie. But it's its really, really, really fun. And if you like just violent horror movies, check this one out, because it is phenomenal. Absolutely. Uh, it put Eli yeah. Roth on the map, so you got to start oh, yeah, here 100%. with him. You got to start here. Yeah, this is definitely, I would say this is probably... His best movie, although I I do actually really like Hostel. I'm not gonna lie. No, Hostel's solid. I haven't seen it in yeah. years, but yeah, I know some people have issues with it, and that, uh, other countries were like, "Hey, you made us look bad." But it's like, "Hey, look, it's just it's just a fun horror movie." At the end of mm. the day, it's not it's not a comment on you know any other place or country or or on hostels in general. <laughs> I mean, or in general, like they are kind of sketchy, so. <laughs> They are kind of sketchy. Um, I would say also 
the house with the clock in its walls, the kids movie that oh, yeah. Eli Roth did. That's a really good one, really underrated one. Huh. So if you like, um, if you like Jack Black and kind of uh, gateway horror movies, this is a really good one. Um, I'll check that out. Yeah, and it's child friendly. So yeah, nice. I love a good gateway horror movie. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but for now, that wraps it up for the second episode in the Halcon Scarathon. If you're looking for more episodes of this or the Greg and Matt Movie Chat. Check out halconmedia.com, H-A-L-L-K-O-N.com. Find links to our Instagram, the Greg and Matt Movie Chat. We're on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Amazon Music. Uh, We're working on getting to all your favorite podcast services, so check back regularly in case we're not on the one you use every day. That's all we got. Stay spooky. (laughs) 